Welcome to the New South Political Podcast, a simple and straightforward report on the latest trends and shifts across the Southeast. It didn't take long for Donald Trump to attack the latest threat to his 2024 presidential campaign. Within hours of Ron DeSantis' record-breaking re-election in Florida, Trump was downplaying the feat and taking as much credit for DeSantis' win as he possibly could. While DeSantis was soaking in the warmth of the national media spotlight, Trump was the target of criticism of conservatives from across the board. The vast majority of candidates who Trump endorsed were already on pace to win their election. Conversely, candidates who suffered the lowest voter support were the candidates who made Trump's policies and his personal support an integral part of their campaign platform. Following Trump's criticism of DeSantis, many conservatives voiced their desire to turn the page from Trump and move on to DeSantis, including columnists such as Ann Coulter, as well as respected conservative publications such as National Review, The Hill, and more. Even Trump's former press secretary, Kayleigh McEnany, said Trump should postpone his 2024 candidacy announcement scheduled for Tuesday until the Georgia runoff ends on December 6th. DeSantis can proudly point to his present policies as his future plan while Trump is stuck on complaining about the 2020 election being stolen. Money always plays a huge role in the elections, and DeSantis has a really good chance to get some major donors. We've already seen some throw big money their way. Originally, Tim Scott and Nikki Haley looked like his possible competitors, but have no doubt they're meeting now to see if they're even going to bother because there's so much momentum behind DeSantis right now. And if they don't enter the race, it could avoid a scenario like 2016 where there were lots of competitors watering down the competition for Trump. So I think if Haley and Scott truly want someone besides Trump for 2024, they'll actually stay out and throw their support behind DeSantis knowing that that's really the only shot at keeping Trump from winning the nomination. And one thing to also keep in mind is when Trump was in that 2016 primary, he did great all the way up through the final stages where once it got down to DeSant, excuse me, Cruz, Trump, and John Kasich, Kasich, you know, that's where you started to see those vulnerabilities creep up and Trump's decision to stop debating was based on that. He knew that there were finally a limited number of candidates to get attention and some of his weaknesses were being pointed out, but by that point it was too late. So the nice thing for DeSantis is he's in a position where he can focus strictly on touting his positives. On the other hand, Trump is forced into a position where he must go negative on DeSantis rather than focusing on himself. And ultimately it's easy to see how conservatives will view DeSantis as the most proactive protagonist for their fight in the culture war for, in the culture war for America's future. If DeSantis wants to maintain his good standing with both Trump loyalists and the other factions of the GOP, he should ignore Trump's attacks and focus on spreading his vision for Florida and the nation in the months and years to come. This has been Matt O'Hearn with New South Politics. Be sure to visit newsouthpolitics.com for the latest news around politics around the Southeast. Thank you.